I pray that the Lord, through the prayers of the Immaculate Virgin Mary, would give me the power to be able to speak of such a profound mystery, such a great truth, that we today celebrate in the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. God, from all eternity, looked ahead and amongst every woman who has ever lived or whoever will live, billions of women, he chose one. He chose one to be his own mother. And so that she might be a worthy mother of God himself, he grant, God granted her the singular grace and privilege of being conceived without sin. This was an act of God's infinite mercy. Just as much, no, even more so than the mercy He has shown to each one of us by repairing the damage of our own sins that we have committed. So, God's mercy prevented Mary from ever committing any sin. Even more so is this preventative mercy an example of God's mercy, even more so than the reparative mercy that we know, we sinners. And... uh there is a little illustration from the life of St. Therese of Lisieux that I'll bring forward at this time here that kind of displays this difference between reparative mercy and then preventative mercy. So imagine, if you will, a doctor. And this doctor is a very skillful doctor. He can cure pretty much any injury or malady that exists. And he's got a son. And he and his son are walking down a path together, side by side, and the doctor father is with his son, and the son falls because he has tripped over a nasty stone that was right in the path that he didn't see, that the son didn't see. And he falls and he skims his knee, bruises his knee, and well, he's got his doctor dad with him. So his doctor dad was on his way to work, but he's got all his medicines and bandages and whatnot, and he, out of mercy, he repairs that injury that was sustained by his son. That's God's, that's an example of God's reparative mercy. But what if that father, before he and his son ever even set off on that road, said to himself, hmm, I really want it to be the case that my son does not get hurt. And so I'm going to go ahead, before he even starts off on the path, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to walk down that path right until its very end, and I'm going to clear out all the stones ahead of time. So that when my son walks down that path, he's not going to be able to fall. Now that is an even greater act of the Father's mercy. If that's preventative mercy. And... Uh, this is what we see in the life of the Blessed Virgin Mary, is that preventative mercy. If you 
listen to our Eucharistic prayer that we pray on Sundays oftentimes, it's Eucharistic prayer three, we say, we pray to God that by the help of your mercy, we might be always free from sin. So we pray, by the help of your mercy, we might be always free from sin. And now, of course, none of us were conceived in an immaculate fashion here. Uh, nonetheless, there is that preventative mercy in our lives just as much as in Mary's life. Mary had it in a, had that preventative mercy given to her in a, in a really unique and singular fashion, but that preventative mercy is also in our life. And just like that son who would walk down that path and not stumble because the father went ahead to clear out the stones, very likely would actually not know that the father did that and so not be grateful for him. So also in our life, because we attend Mass, because the Mass is said in and of itself, okay, sidebar, if there were no Masses being said in the world, the whole world would turn into chaos. The world is being sustained in the, in the level of goodness that it has by virtue of the sacrifice of the Mass, by the thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands and possibly millions of Masses that are being offered throughout the world. There are things that God, he, he's going ahead of us and he's clearing out stones of our path and we often don't recognize that. But it's there in our life. That preventative mercy is for us just as much or more so of a reality as that reparative mercy. And so when we look at Mary and we see, yes, yeah, she has that reparative, I'm sorry, that preventative mercy exemplified in her life in a manner that we don't have. She was conceived immaculately. We were not, of course. Nonetheless, we can look to her because she is the paradigm of the church. Just as much as God intensely loved her and chose her amongst all women from before all time, so also he looked ahead and he chose his elect. He chose his church. And Mary is a type. She is a, an exemplar or a paradigm of the church. So in an analogous fashion, that same kind of intensity of love that God had for Mary applies to us. That same kind of preventative mercy that was uh, verified in her life in the Immaculate Conception is also true for us. And it, it would do us very, very uh, great spiritual good if we could just simply meditate upon Mary, upon that preventative mercy that was displayed in so unique a way in her life, to meditate upon that preventative mercy that upholds the universe and the world and human society and in, in sustains it in being right now. To meditate upon that. And then to meditate in our own lives, how that's true for us. How but for the grace of God, there go I, stumbling over those stones that I'm not even aware of because God has gone ahead of me to remove them. And then to ask God for that preventative mercy all the more so, to open up our hearts to it, so that it would enter into our lives. And that the more we have a relationship with Mary, the more we glorify her and teach other people about her and teach our children about her, the more that that preventative mercy is, becomes true in our life. The more we meditate upon that preventative mercy, the, the holier and the more like Mary, the more like the Immaculate One we will become, the holier a life we will live. You know, it's, a, it's an awesome, awesome thing to be forgiven of sins that you've committed. 
but it's just as much to God's glory or more so that we live a life free from sin in holiness through God's preventative mercy. Now, many of us here are probably aware today, on December 8th, the Feast of the Immaculate Conception begins, Pope Francis has declared it, the beginning of the year of mercy. It goes from today until uh, the Feast of Christ the King 2016. And I'll give a homily, hopefully in the future, about all the various things uh, that the Holy Father has planned, uh, privileges, opportunities, blessings, things like that, that the Holy Father has planned for this upcoming year of mercy. But as just a way of beginning the year of mercy, let's, let's meditate upon that preventative mercy in our lives. Let's open up our hearts to it so that it comes more and more a reality for each of us, so that we would become more and more like the Immaculate One who is preserved from all sin. So that, in fact, along with our liturgy, we can pray that by the help of God's mercy, we might be free from all sin.